Boom, boom, boom. But you guys don't like my singing. I've been singing that tune to my kids for, um, well, about forever. Anyway, how are you guys? Welcome back to the Kimberly Lovey podcast. As you guys know, I am your host, Kimberly Lovey. You guys, I hope you really enjoyed the last couple episodes. We, let's see, the episode, two episodes ago, we talked about my 20-year reunion and somebody actually contacted me because they got offended, which made me feel really bad. Um, but yeah, so that was sort of that little moment that we had. And then also last time my friend Hillary came on and that was super fun. And it's so interesting because I feel like we could have really spoken forever. And um, I feel like I might need to have her back. So that was really, really awesome. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode with Hillary. And if you haven't listened to it, go ahead and take a listen. Um, since then I've had even more conversations around women that had careers and decided or sort of ended up staying home. And I continue to be impressed by these women. So many of you out there can relate to kind of how you thought your life was going to go and you ended up being a stay at home mom and it's something very different. So, um, go check out that episode. I have so much to catch up with you guys on today. I'm not going to talk about one specific topic. I'm just going to kind of give you an update on a lot of things and tell you some stories because let's face it, you're listening to this because you're probably driving your car bored. You need a break from your kids and you just want to be entertained. So I'm here for you. We're close friends by now. Also, if you're new around here, welcome as always, and let me know what kinds of episodes you guys enjoy and what you want more of, and I will keep them coming. So I want to dive right in. All right. So let's see. We have been, I don't know about you guys, but ever since school started, it's basically just been a complete whirlwind, like a total whirlwind. And I don't even know what's up and what's down. I also feel like we've just started socializing like crazy, me and Brian, me and the kids. So the kids are now in kindergarten and first grade. And because we're at a new school, we're meeting a ton of new people and the school is bigger anyway. And so it's just been like very overwhelming, but in a great way to you know, meet different families. And, you know, I keep kind of getting people confused because we're meeting all the kids in first grade from Carter's class and from other sections, like other first grade classes. And then same with Charlotte. So it's just a lot. Um, and I actually wanted to talk to you briefly about this, a couple steps to just kind of put yourself out there and make new friends. If you're someone that isn't really great at you know, introducing yourself or really plugging into new communities or something. I actually wrote down a couple steps. So I'm going to quickly run through that. And then, um, yeah. And then I'm going to tell you about our new nanny. I'm going to tell you about Rosh Hashanah dinner and a bunch of other things we've been up to. Okay. Um, so if you feel like you are needing more adult friends, which so many of us are like, okay, we have plenty. But there are a lot of people out there that are maybe starting to get fatigued of just being home with their kids. They have younger kids and they haven't really started to like 
you know, do the social socialization the way that you kind of start to do. So if you're in that kind of like zero to three year old range, this is definitely helpful. I will tell you that when you first have a child from zero to three years old, you're very much like isolated. And it's really not until I would say closer to four or five, but definitely by five, when your child starts kindergarten. And when you're at the school, you're going to be at, and then your child is old enough to actually like be doing karate or play any different sports. I just randomly picked karate because we go there and we socialize there, but really start playing different sports. You're going to start to like your social circle is going to completely re-explode and it's going to be fantastic. So um, a lot of us at the stage I'm at, we're kind of like, okay, we have enough mom friends. Like it's, it's, it's enough. It's a lot. But um, if you're someone that's either working and you don't have a ton of time to plug into the community that you're around, I wanted to just remind you of some things. Or if you're, you know, just more introverted, like my neighbor, very introverted person, and it's hard for her to make connections. So, okay, the first thing you need to do is show up. So start showing up to everything. And I know that sometimes you can't make it to everything, but try and force yourself to show up to as many different activities as possible, like even the small things. So for example, I was invited to like a coffee meetup for like, it's, you know, it was like 30 minutes or something at our local Starbucks with some other parents. And um, the kindergarten class had a meetup on Wednesday. And then on Thursday was the first grade meetup. And so on Wednesday, there were like 25 people. And believe me, it would have been so much easier not to go. But I like got up, got dressed, got London ready, got everybody out the door, dropped off the kids and ended up going. So and then the next day, the, the first grade one wasn't really a big turnout, but still I got to hang out with the people that showed up there like more intimately. So that was really cool. And then I felt bad. Oh, by the way. So I felt bad because Brian showed up to the second one and there was only like five people and like there was really like only one new person that we met, to be honest, at that one. And so I felt kind of bad because I was like, sorry, babe, you totally missed the good one. Okay. Um, so show up. That's the first thing. The second thing is volunteer. So if you start putting yourself in situations where you're needed, for example, I signed up to be the room mom this year and I'm really excited because it kind of like puts you in people's minds as like someone that they feel comfortable reaching out to. And like, especially if it's, you know, like a new year for everybody or they're also new, like they're also like kind of not sure who to talk to who to plug into and so for that reason I definitely think you should volunteer because then people are reaching out to you naturally for whatever function you're performing so I always think that that's super valuable if you have the time and even if it's just for like oh I'm signing up for snacks for like you know an event that's going on and it's like a one-time one-off thing it still is a great opportunity for people to come talk to you naturally and for you to be a point person so definitely volunteer Oh, number three. Okay, this is where our generation is getting weird. Okay, and I'm just going to put it out there because like my mom and I talked about it and I feel like no one's talking about this. And you guys know I love talking about things that nobody talks about. So our generation has officially gotten weird. Um, here's why. We don't really invite people over to our houses anymore. Have you guys noticed that? And I think part of it, this is, okay, I'm going to break down why I think people don't do it. So I notice with like people that are a little bit older that I've become friends with, they're always like happy for us to just walk in their house and like see their new renovation or come have a drink or just pop in. 
our, I feel like our generation has become so crazy about everything looking and being perfect that especially those of us with young kids that have like torn up houses, we are now afraid and nervous to invite people to our houses because our house is a wreck. And one of my friends even said, she goes, yeah, I'm actually embarrassed to have people over because of all the dog hair. And I just feel like we need to like be normal. We need to normalize hanging out with people in our homes again. And I think this is why it's super important. I always feel like there's some kind of mystery about somebody until you've been to their home and you see, you know, where they live and that they like have a normal functioning life. And there's just something that like really solidifies that trust in somebody. If you have gone to their house before, even if it's just to like, I don't know, like have a little cocktail hour with some friends. But if you can invite people over to your house for a dinner that you make, I mean, that's the most intimate, but even just having people come over and like go for a walk at your house and say, oh, come on in. Like, oh yeah, this is my house, you know, come on in or hosting a birthday party at your house and opening up your house to other people. I feel like it really deepens your relationship with them. And our generation just does not do this anymore. And it's getting really awkward and weird. Like we always meet up in like third party spots. Have you guys noticed that? It's almost like I don't know, like we're hiding something from each other. Is, is it just me? I know it's not. She's up already? What? How long of a nap was that, Gemma? Ugh. Okay, cat nap. All right, that's Gemma. We have a new nanny. Her name is Gemma. She's amazing, and I'll tell you about her shortly. Okay, so anyway, um, yeah, so invite people over. That's number three. And then, and also if somebody has like a nicer or bigger house than you, like who cares, you know, just be authentic, be you and like clean up the basic mess. And that's that. All right. Number four, go out as a couple. If you can find yourself some couple friends, that is so, so valuable. Oh my goodness. If your husband can connect with a friend's husband and you guys can actually like go out and escape your kids together. I mean, that's just the jam. Yeah. Baby London's in the background. Sorry about that. Um, by the way, I have to figure out what I'm going to do about where we're podcasting now, because I don't know if you guys remember, but we redid our floors like a long time ago in our kitchen. Yeah. And we basically removed my office. Oh wait, that wasn't even it. Well, yes, yes and no. So two things. One, we had a baby. So now we have a guest room, but we don't, I had to get rid of my podcasting studio, which really kind of stinks now. And I'm starting to like regret it. And I'm like, obviously telling Brian that now we have to like get a bigger house because clearly this is not big enough. Um, so yes, if you hear background noise, that's why. All right. Back to what we were talking about. Going out as a couple. So great. If you can have your husband and you go out with a couple that you both really enjoy there, that is just priceless, right? I think that that is super important. I mean, it's definitely okay to just have like couples, like, um, sorry, only mom friends and that's totally fine, but it's so much nicer if you can go out as a couple so that it's like a socialized kind of date night. Sorry. It's like a date night and you're socializing kind of two in one, right? Okay. The last one is thank them. So once somebody has like taken a big effort to actually set up time with you or invite them over, do not forget to thank them. You can do a handwritten note if you're super fancy, or you can just go ahead and, you know, text them and just say, thank you. We had the best time ever and then reciprocate. So thank and reciprocate. That is the next and final step. 
All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that little tutorial on how to make new adult friends. And okay, I wanted to answer some questions. Is Becky still with you guys? No, Becky has left the building. She has escaped and she has moved on to greener pastures. Um, Becky is no longer a nanny. She's only a night nurse. And she was on, if you guys heard, I feel bad because the audio quality was not great on her episode and she was starting to get like a little bit of like a cold or something. So like she sounded like she had a really deep voice. But anyway, um, if you guys want to hear her speak or hear us talk, you can definitely go check out that episode. And so anyway, she now is just a night nurse. And so she's already gone to a couple different families since she's been here. Um, but we do talk at least once a week. And she's doing awesome. So thank you for asking. Are you guys done having kids? Okay, this is an interesting one. It depends on who you ask. If you talk to Brian, he's like, absolutely, we're done. If you ask me, I'm like, mm, I feel like I'm done in many ways. But then I also feel like I really wish that I had four kids. And I kind of wish that I had gotten like twins for like, so I only had three pregnancies. But I know twins is like, oh my gosh, twins, you know. Um, so I kind of feel like there's a part of me that like would actually be overjoyed if we had a fourth child, but I also feel like I'd probably have to go to work to keep our kids in like this school that they're in. So I don't know. I feel like I'm also getting older. I'm 38 and change now. I just turned 38 in July and I feel like I'm getting more nervous as I get older as far as like having a healthy child and all of that stuff. So that's a, another thing. So that's your answer. I don't, that's kind of a non-answer answer. Um, am I involved with the restaurants? No, I am not involved at, in any way, shape or form with my family's restaurants, except for I do eat there because the food's great. Yep. So we have three restaurants and if you're local, you can DM me and I can tell you which ones, but, um, yes. Okay. Um, how's your tennis game going? Oh, not that great. I can, I'm proud to report that I can officially hit the ball. That's wonderful. But I also paused for like a couple months because my, I realized like I was going back three months postpartum in nursing and it was just not, it wasn't good. Like my body was not liking it. So I stopped and then it started to get really, really hot here and I'm not trying to play tennis in like 110 degrees. That's just not happening. So I have recently, like when it had cooled off for like a week, I went and hit some balls and that went pretty well. Um, but I'm not like fully in the swing of it yet. And I'm starting to replug in. Once the weather gets better, I'm definitely down. Okay. You wanted to hear about my, the new movement I wanted to make around heat and makeup. Okay. So for those of you that don't know, if we've hung out in the last couple months, you know, but I have like, I have an idea. We need to make a real push for this. So we need to cancel makeup if the temperature is a hundred degrees or higher. Okay. Like collectively, it just needs to be one of those things. That's like, it's just a thing. Like we don't even talk about it. It's just how it goes now. So I was invited to a party, like a day party, and it ended up being 106 degrees that day. Like this would have been a type of party that I would have typically put on a little bit of makeup, right? I don't like to wear a lot of makeup by the way anymore because two reasons, basically two reasons, Charlotte and London. The two main reasons is because I don't want Charlotte seeing me always wearing makeup and thinking she should always be wearing makeup when she gets older or like focusing on that right now. Um, 
she already knows about makeup because someone got her a kit for her birthday and she went crazy and I had to basically like slowly like get it away from her and so now she's down to like lip gloss only and Brian is not having that he does not like that it's lip gloss and that our five-year-old is wearing lip gloss and he's like no you need to take that so now her response of course is it's not lip gloss it's chapstick which is such bs it is full gloss I'm just letting you know um okay so yeah, so I don't wear makeup. And so um, also for the baby, I don't want to like rub up on my baby and irritate her skin in any way, shape or form. So I personally do not wear any makeup anymore and have taken to lasers and other means to like smooth out my skin so it's not offensive. So that's what I'm up to on the skin front. But I just want all of us to say that, look, if it's 100 degrees, we do not want our faces melting off, okay? You look disgusting. You look ratchet. I'm just letting you know. You literally look like you're doing the walk of shame. And you're, like, supposed to be, like, buttoned up and, like, somewhat decent looking. Like, it is not a good vibe when literally your makeup is, like, melting off your face. And then, you know, when you get that weird smudge because you, like, felt, like, drops on your cheek or something of like sweat yeah it's like then it like leaves a smudge if you wipe it it's just it gets so bad and then of course you end up with the dreaded you know acne afterwards because your pores just got so clogged they were just like freaking out and telling you to stop wearing makeup so it's the new movement we are canceling makeup if it is a hundred a hundred degrees or warmer okay all right so okay this was something I just had to share something with you guys so Charlotte, her best friend's older sister had a delicious little girls like spa party. And I'm like, oh, that's so cute. You guys are going to do a spa party, Charlotte. You know what this girl says to me? I'm like, oh, Charlotte, you get to get a manicure and a mani-pedi and with Maddie and Peyty. It's going to be the best day. You know, girls spa day, girls only party. Do you know what that child responds? Are we also getting massages, mommy? I'm like, girl, what? You're five. No, no strangers touching my five-year-old. Like, like what? Like, oh my God. <sighs> that child. Just pray for me. I think I'm going to start a segment and it's going to be called Shit Charlotte Says. So if you guys want me to give you little clips or maybe it's like shit my kids say, because those two are absolutely hilarious. And I literally forget all these things that they say like Carter the other day this was kind of a small thing but it was just unexpected he goes he came home he goes mommy we're not wearing uniforms tomorrow it's like we we wear the school colors red white and blue I'm like that's interesting they never emailed me about it I don't remember anything by the way they did email us about it and I did miss it so it was supposed to be spirit week for homecoming coming up um, so I was like, that's odd. Like I haven't seen any emails about it. I'll have to look into it, son. And so he goes, well, mommy, who's that head guy that runs our school? I'm like, uh, he is the, like the president of the school or whatever, like head of school. And he's like, and I like say his name. He's like, yeah, him. He's like, um, well maybe he just had a lot going on and had a lot on his plate. So he didn't have time to send out an email. <laughs> My kid is in first grade. He's six years old. Um, it's just so funny. They're like talking to adults. And then my other friend, her son, I ended up taking my friend's kids to a birthday party. And so we had them in the car together. And just hearing these little boys and like the girls speaking was so hilarious. Like they're literally like little adults, these kids. It's 
unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. Um, all right. So I didn't tell you guys about Charlotte and soccer. So if you've been following me on Instagram, you know. So you guys, Charlotte is crushing it in soccer. Now she isn't the best player. I would say Roro is definitely the best player. And we have like an ongoing joke about how amazing this other little girl is. And she's like the youngest of three kids and she's just incredible. I would say Charlotte's like the top three. And it is so joyful to watch her because you guys know what I've been through with like Carter's basketball, his football, like all the drama there, how like it's just been painful basically. And so now I got my girl Charlotte coming in, coming in hot. She is going in there, you guys, and just crushing it. She's fast, she's aggressive, and she loves to score. It is so fun to watch. But really the other most thrilling thing is that all of the girls on the team have improved so much to the point where I get so excited. I feel like it's my child, like having watched these girls from the beginning and then watching them like go from being crying at practice because they're so shy and they don't even want to go out there to like literally they're like scoring their first goal is just riveting. Like even just passing it to each other, it's just incredible. It's like, I feel like I mean, one of my friends was like, okay, you're officially a soccer mom. And I just love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It, it like dance. I didn't feel that way with Charlotte. I just was feeling a little bit uneasy about the whole dance mom culture, you know, like, I don't like this idea of like the kids getting all dressed up and everything. It just, I don't know. It kind of weirds me out the dance culture. No offense to the dancers out there, but I just, I'm not feeling that same connection, but soccer. Oh honey, we are home sweet home. I'm so happy about it. Um, another mom fail, as always, I take two of my kids to a birthday party. One of them was invited. Charlotte comes home. There's no goodie bag. She's in tears. The mom had already said, I promise to give her one. I'll make her one, bring it on Monday. I'm like, oh no, no, no. That's so sweet, but no. But meanwhile, in the back of my head, I'm like, oh no, did I not really, like, I did not make it clear that I'm bringing both my kids. So that was a fail. And then the other part of that was that I was the mom that showed up five minutes late to the party and everyone had cleared out. So like you had to drop off your kid and then come back. And so I had dropped off my kids. Everything was good. I kind of socialized and then I left and thought I had a little bit of time. So I went and quickly got some things at the grocery store. And I guess I was like trending five minutes late. So I show up and they're just basically like, Oh, they're like, Oh, there's your mom. Like that kind of thing. I'm like, Oh, great. It was like our first birthday party at our new school. And they're like, I'm just like failing left and right. Just like failing my way through parenting. By the way, if you are not failing your way through parenting, I don't know exactly who you are and what you're doing, but I'm just being clear. If you're failing through parenting, you're right at home here. Okay. So by the way, how's the sound on my podcast this week? I actually connected all my equipment. I was being very lazy and not even using any of my fancy equipment for the last like, oh, I don't know, a lot of episodes. So I hope this does sound better because I do have all the equipment and um, I've got my setup here, even though again, I'm like not even on my proper like I don't even have a proper office right now. Okay, you guys, I have to tell you about such a fun night we did. We went to the Rams Make-A-Wish event. We had such a fun night. It was fantastic. So one of our friends, he basically bought a table for his company and invited us. And so, okay, this is where things get weird. They basically invite us and the invite says the attire is not business casual. It was casual chic 
what the fuck? What is casual fucking chic? So I asked Brian, I'm like, Brian, what is casual chic? Like, I'm basically the mom that's like, I'm the girl that's basically in Lululemon sweatpants, no makeup, and like tennis shoes, or I'm in full glam, full dress, like ready to rock with my lubes and my Chanel and all the things, honey. Like, it's one or the other. What, what's this casual chic? What are you talking about? <laughs> so I bring it up to Brian. He goes, oh, that's code for hipster. <laughs> okay. So anyway, I was so like flustered because I had originally not realized that was the attire. So then my friend showed me what she was wearing and it was basically this like totally chic, but slightly casual looking dress. And she basically nailed it. I'm like, okay, well, that's not helping because somebody knows exactly what to do here and it's not me. So anyway, just getting dressed, I was like struggling. And I realized finally, one of my friends was like, oh, I have these amazing like palazzo pants that you can borrow and like a crop top or something. I'm like, honey, I'm not wearing crop top. But anyway, I'm also not borrowing your clothes because if someone spills a drink on me and you have some kind of like, I I just, I'm not ruining someone's clothes. Like I just, yeah. So I realized, wait a minute, I have the perfect suit. I have the perfect outfit. It's a suit. And so it's like these, it's a vintage Escada suit that my mother-in-law gave me. And it's like very trendy. Like it's the Palazzo pants, high-waisted Palazzo pants. And then I had a Alice and Olivia, Alice and Olivia. I always want to say Alice and Olivier, sorry. Alice and Olivia, like um, bodysuit that is off the shoulders. So it was so chic and I was wearing that with the suit jacket like open and just like, you know, casually draped on my shoulders and then like short black Louboutins to match. It was so chic. It was so casual. It was so perfect. So we get there and my friend is actually working the event also. She's like the head of events at the Four Seasons or the assistant head of events or something, whatever. So I see her and she's like, oh, are you VIP? I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. So anyway, we end up waiting in line and Brian is so funny. He goes, so we're waiting in this line. We check in and they want your credit card. And Brian goes, oh no, we're here to receive, to receive the donations. He goes, we can't afford this. And we're like, the woman stops and like, just starts she was so confused and shocked she just starts like busting up laughing thank god we got a nice woman that had a sense of humor and I was like yeah Brian I told you give her our routing number not our credit card like we she needs our bank account number and our routing number and so like we were totally joking with her meanwhile it turns out that our friends like actually did have like the best table at the whole place and we were actually like VIP or whatever which was super fun um But yeah, they had this amazing cocktail hour and then you could sign up for all these different auction items and all the Rams were there. Not all. There was a bunch of Rams there and the Rams cheerleaders. So like during the cocktail hour, we're like taking pictures with the Rams cheerleaders. Oh, by the way, they also had the Super Bowl itself there. That was wild. And um, so we were like taking pictures and I'm like, joking with the girls about how like oh yeah like we're the new Rams cheerleaders like and they're like yeah come on guys like they were so nice oh you know it was interesting if you were holding like say a cocktail in your hand like I think I had like a um just like a little champagne or something they would ask you to put it down before taking a picture with them which is very interesting so they have very strict rules about 
their dealings. So anyway, that was interesting. A little behind the scenes there for you. So on my Instagram, you can see, but it was such a beautiful night. And we met this guy that he actually like makes his own tequila and he's from Del Mar. And so Brian was talking to him. They were going deep on that topic. I ended up running into two guys I knew from high school. One guy ends up being a divorce attorney, which was super like random. I actually feel like I might want him on just to like have different spotlight people. Um, because I'm going to start having all kinds of interesting guests. Like I would like to have a plastic surgeon on to talk about like Botox and fillers, maybe my IVF, like nurse or doctor, um, just a bunch of people I'm starting to like curate and start lining up different interviews and stuff. Um, because I feel like we would love to hear more about that from some of those experts. So if you guys are interested in hearing about those things, let me know. Um, but yeah, that night was so incredible. And of course, the Make-A-Wish Foundation was just, you know, I mean, she was reading out, like the MC was reading out some of the wishes and it just brought me to tears. Like one guy just wanted to, ha like I'm getting chills even thinking about it. Like one kid, he just wanted to meet a Disney character. Like these are like their big wishes, you know, and it was just the most moving, beautiful cause. And it just, like, we definitely just wanted to like give everything we could. And, you know, it was just such an incredible night. Like it, the, the mission behind that was just so special. And we were sitting with a couple that her their daughter had been through like cancer when she was 14. And so they were crying and I was crying and it was just like, it was such a fun night, but there was parts of it that were so moving. And so like, you just felt like, yes, we definitely are behind this and just so passionate about it. It was just so beautiful. Um, I was even thinking of maybe getting in touch with the woman that runs the Tri-Valley Make-A-Wish and having her come on and like tell us more about it. But we ended up getting to raise five over $522,000 that night. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It was baller. And there was this incredible MC, and he was just hilarious. Like he was like complimenting people like so that they would keep you know you bid you do your auction and they're like okay who wants this package okay we're gonna start at five thousand dollars do I have five thousand one hundred like exactly like the movies if you guys haven't ever been to a real live auction and the guy was so good he would just like be like oh you with the dimples and unseasonably tan like good looking guy have you always been that good looking like he was saying that to our friend and it was just hilarious like like he, you know, made you want to give and was just so engaging and so incredible. And then they had this amazing DJ. And then all of a sudden, like probably like 20 Rams players get up, like the LA Rams, they get up on stage and like start doing this game. And like um, they started doing little competitions and like kind of entertaining us that way. By the way, I have no idea who any of those guys were, just side note. But um, it was just such a beautiful night. It was so much fun. Um so yeah, if there's any amazing charity events that you guys know about that you want to send my way, I love reposting. I will do, I will actually read free ads for different causes. So if you have a cause that you would like me to do an ad read on, I'm happy to get it more visibility through my podcast for absolutely for free. So, um, yeah, so definitely just like DM me on Instagram if there's something that you really want me to like do a shout out if there's some kind of like upcoming event or something of that nature, just send it my way and I'm happy to do it. Just keep it about a minute long um, so that it doesn't like take up forever. Okay, the last thing I'll tell you about is we did Rosh Hashanah dinner with like 40 people and oh my God, my sister brings her two kids and we meet kind of midpoint 
And so it's like 40 minutes for her, like 20, 30 minutes for us. And all I can say, so there was like tons of kids at my father-in-law's, like tons of kids, young families, like grandparents helping the kids. It was just such a beautiful night. And Rosh Hashanah, by the way, is the Jewish New Year. So it's just a big celebration. And there's really nothing in particular that we like eat for that particular holiday. So it's just like a celebratory, like, you know, New Year. Okay. So, um, it was just really funny because my sister who, so my sister's like a total hippie and she loves traveling. So like her and her husband literally took off for nine months before they had kids and traveled the world. Like they love to travel. They have brought Skylar, their son. They brought him to Portugal for a a month. I almost said a year. They brought, they brought him traveling for um, an entire month. And they just like do the most. They are always just traveling and like having the most fun experiences and like so adventurous. And I feel like I was like that until I had kids. And now I'm so different because I just am like, oh my God, I know how much work it is. And I'm just not, I'm just not feeling that. And so anyway, it was just so funny because her husband, Adolfo, he was actually working that night and he's super hands-on. He's like incredibly helpful with the kids and like amazing. So Jen has her like six week old there and she just turns to me at one point. She goes, this is so stressful. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I know. Why do you think I haven't gotten on a plane with my kids yet? So anyway, I don't know why, but I felt like that was just like, for some reason, just hearing her say that I'm like, yeah, dude, going 20 minutes away, like going 20 minutes from my house is so much work. Why on earth would I pick some random place to go and like sign myself up for that level of torture, like adding like car rides and planes and trains and yeah, that's not happening. I'm good. I'm good. Brian and I can travel just us and leave the kids. Um, so anyway, so that was kind of, that was super fun. I was glad to celebrate with our family and have an amazing night with our kids. And we did end up also going to temple because you guys, Charlotte literally said to me, she goes, what's temple mommy. I'm like, Oh, Brian, we got to go. So we ended up going and it was super perfect. It was like a family service and, you know, it was nice. It was really nice. And, um, it was actually where I went to preschool where we went. So that was super fun to bring the kids to that kind of an event. All right, you guys, I actually have to go. I'm going to go pick up my kids. And tonight we are going to a homecoming game for our new school. It should be super fun. And now we have Gemma, our new babysitter slash nanny slash mother's helper, who's amazing. So we're going to leave baby London, who you can hear now in the background again. And um, Gemma's the sweetest, most amazing woman. And she is such an, she is an incredible story. And I might even have her on because her story like literally brought me to tears. Um, but I absolutely love her. She's just the sweetest person ever. And, um, I'm so happy that baby London and the kids like are obsessed with her too. So anyway, she'll be here while we go out tonight. So with that, I'm going to start getting ready. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening and let me know what you think of these episodes. If you want me to interview a type of like person or expert I'm starting to brainstorm now that I'm coming out of like baby phase mode I'm starting to actually line up season four yes we're coming up on season four soon I'm starting to line up some interviews and um, having different guests on and stuff like that so with that let me know if there's one in particular that you're like oh my god I want to hear from this type of person and I'll go find somebody awesome to talk to all right thank you guys for listening please rate us five stars and I'll talk to you soon 
All right, that is it for today. Now, as you know, some of our best conversations actually happen after the show. So I want you to find me on Instagram at Kimberly Lovey and let me know your thoughts about today's show. You can screenshot this episode and let us know what your biggest takeaway was and tag me at Kimberly Lovey and we can share it on our stories. I will see you again, same time, same place next week.